Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Above the Ring. I'm your host, Sam, the SLB. Alongside me today, as always, the man behind the Twitter, the other half of his operations, Vince McMahon's voice of reason. It is Scott. And with us today, we have very special guest. We're talking revolution. This weekend, it's going on. We get a card to discuss. We have our good friends with us from Back to the Ring, Mr. Zach and the Riddler. Guys, how are we doing tonight or today, whenever this drops? Ready to get some picks back on guys in the standings. I've started, I got like one point, I think. And so that was a big stepping stone for me. Now I'm ready to actually take over. Yeah, I'm coming here to, this is the Riddler. I'm coming here to take over. Uh, I think if I win tonight, uh, I'm looking good for the, the season we have going here, boys, right? It's true. Yeah, you and me right now, we have three points apiece. Uh, Sam with two. And Mr. Zach, as he said, with one, but with Revolution and then WrestleMania's night one and two, Mr. Ooh, Zach still okay. has a chance to take this from both of us. So uh, I'm not counting that's Sam. Exactly Sam's not what I'm going to do. Points here, so. Yeah. So um, before we get into it, I know you guys have uh, a new season coming up. Um, want to yeah, plug that game. while we're sitting here quickly? Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, this spring, a couple weeks here. Uh, we're gonna be dropping season two uh, of Back to the Ring. Got some pretty sick episodes that we're gonna do. Uh, me and the genius over there, Mr. Zach. Um, actually, one of the episodes we're doing is gonna be almost uh, pretty ironic because tonight we're talking about Revolution, and one of the matches we're gonna do is Revolution 2021, Moxley versus Kenny Omega. An incredible belt if we don't talk about the ending of that match. <laughs> Nonetheless. <laughs> but uh, when, that drop, it. <laughs> when that drops, I'm definitely curious about how that how you guys uh, worked that one out. Um, yep. But guys, you can follow Back to the Ring on uh, Spotify, on Twitter, on pretty much all other streaming platforms. You can find Scott, um, Scotty J Stream. Wow, I'm having a stroke tonight. Um, don't forget to follow him on uh, his Raw Review, NXT Narrative, and SmackDown Study that drops on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays, respectively. But also, we, too, here at Above the Ring have some pretty big announcements. Not Tony Khan big, but we will mention, if you guys haven't already seen, we have a new YouTube-exclusive show, Hot Takes, where we talk about topics that are popular in the wrestling world right now. And, you know, discuss our opinions and maybe just throw fire to the wind. This week's was about we decided to talk about Cody Rhodes signing with WWE, assuming he is. Mm. Now, I don't know if that's aged well uh, <laughs> with what we're about to talk about, but it's still worth a listen. Let us know what you guys think. And also, Scott and I have a announcement for ATR that actually you guys don't even know about that we just did today. Yep. Scott, if you want to be the guy to uh, unwrap that present. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> um, some big news here. Should I get a drum roll or something? <laughs> you, guys are, you guys are getting well, me all fucked up. <laughs> well, um, so Sam and I had talked about previously going to WrestleMania and then we made the decision to, to not go this, this, this year. However, we discussed other possible trips to go to and events to, to, to go, uh, go enjoy. So, over the last few days, pieces have been starting to fall into place. And today, I secured tickets to Double or Nothing. 
Holy oh, crap. I went to Vegas for Memorial Day weekend to go watch some ridiculous craziness for AEW. Vegas, baby. Not a bad place to be if you happen to be watching wrestling. Right. Yeah, so we're super excited about that. Um, we, oh my God, today I was in the middle of a meeting and um, just paying attention to the meeting. And then all of a sudden my my phone kind of went off for a pre-sale. And I was like, shit. <laughs> Good seats. <laughs> yeah, we got um, section 11, which is almost dead center. Um, it's not the floor level. It's the that first seating level up. So we can see everything from the stage coming forward. So it took me about 15, 20 minutes to find decent seats. They keep trying to stash us in the 200s. And I'm like, no, 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 in the corners. And like, nah, forget that. If we're going to pay some money, we're going to find these good seats. And I was able to, to find them. So very, very excited. It'd be nice to uh, to go somewhere and just... You can do some live episodes or what? Um, you guys got to document that trip at yeah, least. Yeah, I, I'd document. be curious oh, yeah, to follow yeah, you yeah, guys yeah. around getting into shit in Vegas. Oh my god! I think Scott and I, aside from the wrestling stuff, I think he and I, we definitely just need it. We're gonna try to do some things. We have some ideas that we threw around, but I think Scott and I, for the most part, it's gonna be one of those. We just need that week to like just relax, because yeah. he'll be finished up his semester. I'll be hopefully have sold my house by then, so we're both gonna want to be like, let's just like calm down. Is Vegas relax. really like a relaxed place though? I've never been, so. It's vacation. That's all. Look, that's why I'm looking. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. I mean, we're we're so we're set a it. little off the a little off the strip, so it's not like insanity. So you will have that that the that quietness and that relaxation. Um, but if we want to get crazy, we'll on just go up two blocks and hello, here's the strip. <laughs> yeah. So, big news, big things coming up. But let's get right quickly into this episode of Dynamite because. We had Tony Khan's huge announcement, which I don't think we need to, like, hide at this point. You know, Tony Khan comes out and makes an announcement of, at the beginning of the show. And Scott can quote me on this because I've been saying this since almost the beginning. True. Which is, what, December? So it was, like, three months ago. You know, um, Tony Khan has bought Ring of Honor. Um, I, I don't know about you guys, but I know Scott and I, we've, have ta- we've had talks and talks and talks about this. To me... I think this is, especially, I think, Ridley, you might have said it, how the roster keeps getting bloated. Right. And now you have this where you can turn it into a touring developmental brand. Yep. That'd be sick. Yeah, I mean, the roster's humongous. And I, I, I miss kind of with AEW uh, the mystique of seeing wrestlers that I don't know. And I feel like now it's kind of a lot of WWE guys. And I think it'll be cool to have more shows. You know, have Ring of Honor show, have Dark and and all that so i'm pumped man should be cool i did see something that apparently an initial plan i don't know how well true it is but this is what i saw it makes sense that they are going to use roh as their developmental and from time to time have main event stars from dynamite and rampage dip into roh to maybe i don't know get a rub or uh, help out one of the young one of the young talents. So if that's the case, then that's, that's really exciting. I like that. The, the, this, this move, like, well, for, as Sam said, he, he expected this for a while, but to actually hear it, that was, that was crazy. Do you think he'll buy like the NWA? And, uh, I would that, say, 
No one. I mean, partnership, yes. I don't I so currently the NWA is owned by Billy Corgan of the Smashing Pumpkins, and he bought the NWA because he's a fan of wrestling. Yep. So right. at some point Billy Corgan goes, you know, this is this is not worth the investment anymore. Um I wonder what their library, their video library is like. Oh my god. Yeah, and they don't really have a place where they put that. Um, no, but I'm sure they have their their records somewhere. But yeah, they're they're oh my god, their video library would be god, oh, probably well over a hundred years old. Yeah, Almost. yeah, and, and that would be some HBO Max would want, you know, in my opinion, right? Get something well, like that. Well, that's it's kind of funny you bring that up because there's another argument that was come. I don't know if it was shared in our group chat or somebody else. Um, there were rumors that there's supposed to be some HBO Max AEW thing going on where there's like a wrestling. Uh, like a wrestling portion of it where it might be maybe like peacock in wwe i don't know um i think that would make sense man i mean i need to easily be able to pull up past AEW stuff i mean even that is you know harder than it should be right now so yeah i'd love to go back and watch all in again just to see that magic starting from from the very beginning now that they own roh in theory, we should be able to get that at some point. More so. content. <laughs> so much more content. Love it. Um, but it was cool following up with this, where Tony Khan decided we're just going to kick off tonight's, you know, tonight's Dynamite with uh, pretty much the main event from their first, very first event in 2002. Christopher Daniels taking on Brian Danielson, which, I mean, I'll be honest with you, I missed this one, and that was because I... It was Ash Wednesday. I went to go get ashes, and I'm like, I'll be home in time. That was not the case. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good match. I, I, I enjoyed it. Um, obviously, it's nice to see Christopher Daniels back on television again. Um, and the match was good. Uh, hopefully, it leads to more, at least more, Danielson being on television. Of course, now with ROH being bought, there's always, obviously people are already talking about invasion angles. So it would be interesting to see if maybe Daniels shows up on ROH's side of things. And so, I don't know. No feedback on the back to the ring side. I'm watching the genius here. I'm just waiting for him to, to get going. Just to <laughs> unleash. I, I thought Sam was just going to rip rapid fire through dynamite, but <laughs> I mean, yeah, we was, can do cool that. To, we can do that if that's what we're about. I, I really want to cover the RH thing. That was, I think, the big thing from the show to talk right. about. It was a, it's a really cool callback. Christopher Daniels coming back. First time on TV in a while. So I think that's that was a really cool moment on top of TK's announcement. Mm. Okay. Well, we will sucker punch through this then because there is a lot to... There was a, you know, we had the tag team casino by Royale, which was young by young by one by the young bucks. Wow. I don't know what's going on with me today. I did not have a lot of caffeine. I promise you guys, um, <laughs> one by the young bucks, um, with help from red dragon. So this tag team match just like went to 11 in, um, for the pay-per-view this whole, you had the bit between MJF and CM Punk. Um, obviously I was waiting for everyone sitting there waiting for it, waiting for it, waiting for it. And then he does a swerve. It's like, there it is. I literally tweeted that out and there it is. That was a good bit. 
Solid blade job by CM Punk, too. Oof. A lot of blood on that. Oh, my God. Uh, or a bad blade job. Because he right, yeah. Depending on how so you're much. looking at it, yeah. And I love how both wore white. I'm like, all right, we're really selling this blood tonight. <laughs> yep. Uh, following that, we have the tag match between Dr. Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter taking on Thunder Rosa and Mercedes Martinez with Thunder Rosa pinning Britt Baker. So this is... Uh, uh, whoa. Yep. Yeah. I didn't know that. I'm sorry. Yep. I, that's crazy. That might change my pick. Right? I know. Yeah, that's good, Riddler. Yeah, act like act like it didn't happen. Thunderosa didn't <laughs> pin Britt Baker. You're right. That's good. I'm always playing mind games. Don't worry. Uh, following that, we had Wardlow taking on uh, Cesar Bononi with Wardlow getting the win. Uh, there was a bit, I don't remember if it was before or after, where him and MJ had words. And MJ actually smacked Wardlow after Wardlow said, and I quote, mm-hmm. um, that's because I'm always helping you win matches. Yep. So we're that clo- much closer to that uh that feud exploding and they also had the bit after the match when sean spears came in to try to uh use the chair wardlow stopped him and then spears got all mad and then wardlow just stepped right up to him and it was like the memes for this look the wardlow just staring straight at at spears and spears looking away to the side it was just like this is great. So I, I even tweeted out something. It was like, oh, when the favorite God gets put into you, and you guys just looking. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> so many memes from that. It was just perfect. Sean Spears is so underrated, and uh, he's going to get absolutely destroyed by Wardlow. You know he's going to be the first target. And, well, yeah, it's it's going to be glorious to watch. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And then finally, we had the six-man tag team, which almost felt like a tease for – Ring of Honor six-man tag belts coming back. Um, Hangman Page and the Dark Order taking on Adam Cole, Bebe, and Red Dragon with Cole and Red Dragon getting the win. I love a good six-man tag. We don't seem to get these too often. Um, great. Don't really need to say much about that because we really want to talk about this card. They're starting to hit. It's a loaded card. 11 it's, matches. It's insane. When Scott, when Scott and I started... When we became friends and we were watching like NXT, the, the the phrase we'd use for NXT was, there's no way they can outdo this pay-per-view. And then the next one would happen. And I'm like, they did it, but there's no way they can out. And they consistently did it. I'm starting to feel like AEW is starting to push that route. Yep. Granted, All Out this past year was like, that might be top five, if not top three by the end of the decade. For AEW or for everything? Oh, for the decade. Oh, okay. Like, when the 2020s are over, like, that, for me, is still, like... Okay, all right. There's a lot of years left. It's true. uh, Yeah, no, I don't say it often because I'm willing to give other people shots, but that card, start to finish, just spoke with me. I don't think there was a bad moment in that card. Also, the ending, I think I still watch continuously, and I get chills down my spine. I don't know Mm -hmm. about you guys. Okay, Scott, let's uh, pull some straws, shall we? <laughs> well, I, I, I think I, I think the, the only proper thing to do is for me to go first, because unfortunately I had to push this podcast back because I'm an idiot and forgot I was in class tonight. So, it, it Or is this almost like a draft kind of thing where like, uh... no, because that doesn't work. I was going to say it would be like the football draft with the one who's on the bottom goes first. But I'm like, that doesn't like... 
<laughs> doesn't help anybody. Just, you know, go by who's in first place. They pick last. Well, that means that you and I Riddler, will be last. That means Mr. Zach, unfortunately, would have to go first. Right. Let's right. let Scott do his self-imposed sanction here. Yep. Yeah, uh, no, we'll go with forgetting that. about class. True. I'll I'll, uh, I'll 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 take one for the team so I can influence the rest of you for your picks so that, you know, maybe I'll oh. play some mind games and you'll go the opposite direction. And I'll be like, ha, and then I'll run the table like I did during SummerSlam. But that's that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Nice spin, nice spin. All right. <laughs> All right, Sam. First, first match. Match on the card. We're going to go through our very handy-dandy, uh, reliable source I like to call Wikipedia. <laughs> We're going to go through the two pre, pre-show matches. First and foremost, I think this is the free space on the bingo board. Yeah. Hook taking on QT Marshall. <laughs> yeah. um, Does anyone um, want to guess QT Marshall on this one? Yeah. High risk, high reward. <laughs> really? I mean, it's true. It could be. I'm already putting in hook for everybody because I already know that's what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a hooker, so let's do hook. <laughs> Big hooker. Yeah, I don't. I, I've, I've turned. I don't think I've gotten to talk to you guys like in this format since hook debuted. Like, <laughs> But so much about his presentation, everything has been so amazing so far. It's incredible. Like, like the first time when he came out, I was everybody was already all excited for him, and I'm just like, all right, whatever, we'll see how this kid does. And then after like his first or second match, I was just like, I'm all in. Like, holy shit, this this kid just has it. Like, God bless him. <laughs> yeah, and he's great in the ring. You know, I don't think many people are that good that quickly. Yeah, that was my big thing. Like, he has the presence, but, like, how is he in the ring? And then I was like, oh, okay, yep, this kid's got it. We're good. Let's go. I mean, the odds are if your dad is Taz, you're probably going to be good at wrestling. This is a good point. That is that is very good point, sir. <laughs> that's, a fair, that's a fair assessment. <laughs> dude, okay. Taz was such a badass. I'm sorry, dude. He was such a badass back in the day. Yeah, he was. I mean, so, now he is too. I'm just saying, like, dude, so awesome. No, he's so great. I, I still love Taz. I know some people don't like his. I've always loved his commentary. I know it might not be coherent half the time. <laughs> no, he's hilarious. But he's like, the best part of SmackDown back in the day. Him and Michael Cole, incredible. Oh I just, my God, I, yes. <laughs> um, so we're going to hop right into match number two. Chris Statlander taking on legit Layla Hirsch. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna go first and take uh, Chris Statlander. Okay. Any reason just, why? Uh, I was gonna say something that's probably not appropriate. So it's um, gonna say something about Ukraine and Russia, which isn't really a good thing. Ooh, ooh, ooh. So uh, yeah, I just don't see her winning. She does usually don Russian colors, right? Yes, he, she has but, Layla. Yeah, but so, she was adopted really very young. Yeah, but like on her on her gear, she's had that that right. So, ooh, yeah, that is very true. That's something to look for. I bet she probably won't have it on this pay per view. No, no, probably not. Although maybe saying maybe she will. She's playing the heel. Well, actually, in this field, I really don't know who the heel is anymore. 
because when when Chris is dropping lines like you know I'm I understand why your parents you know left you for you know whatever I was like holy shit I'm like you're supposed to be the face here what's going on yeah yeah um I'm gonna go with uh Layla I'm gonna go with Layla um whether we wanna I really like the idea of what Riddler saying was saying actually no no. I'm going to I'm going to say opposite of that. If we're going to go that route, <laughs> dude, come on. we're going to go that dude. route. Okay? I'm not going okay. that route. Well, I'm going to go that route. Samus. Cuz I'm pretty sure you like you said canceled. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, we're going to I I don't know. You never know the internet these days. But um I would argue I haven't seen a lot of this feud it's kind of just been lingering in the background. I don't know if it was more of a darker elevation kind of thing, Scott. I uh, I don't know. They, they've talked about it for a while, then it disappeared for a couple of weeks. Now it's back right before the pay-per-view. Yeah, it's on and off, on and off, on and off. Um, I don't see how, again, this is from what I've seen. I don't see how Chris Statlander winning this kind of like, oh, cool. She gets a win over the late. I almost feel like Chris has these moments where she's like really, really good. And she's awesome. And then there's other ones. She's kind of like me, not, not her wrestling or anything, but like her story is mediocre for, for her to win this. I'm just like, Oh, like, like, okay, cool. What do you, what do you do with that? Where Layla could win this and maybe it leads Chris into this whole, I don't know, like rebuilding of, you know, her, you know, some Rocky thing, you know, some Rocky story. I don't know. But I feel like there might be more benefit for for Layla to win this. So I'm going to go with Layla. I actually agree with you, Sam. I think this could be her, uh, maybe a not necessarily a breakout win, but I think Chris Statlander would be her biggest opponent that she would have that she would beat in AEW. So I I will pick I will pick Layla as well. Mr. I'll Zach, stick with my got. tag team partner. Riddler on this, and I'll go with the alien Chris Statlander. So, all right, true two against two on this match. So right out, right out the rip. We're not even in the show yet, and we're already splitting up. I like it. I like it. All uh, right. So, first match on the card for the actual pay per view, we have Jade Cargill defending her TBS Championship versus. Take Conti. I'm going to say it. <laughs> I'm going to say it since both Zach and I, this is tough because like two of my favorite ladies are wrestling. And as much as I want Ty to win this one, they've put so much behind Jade. And I don't know what good it does if Jade loses the belt this fast. So I'm going to say it. My girl Ty loses. Jade Cargill retains you have been very vocal very big ty conti guy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that is big of you to to say that to admit that i'll agree with you and also pick jade she has uh, done very well with the that bitch show championship and yeah, <laughs> too big too strong too athletic for conti she retains Yeah, Jade's not going to lose this one. 
yeah, I didn't I didn't think so. Yeah, I'm I'm in complete agreement with with everybody. So looks like this one may also be a free space on the bingo board. Gonna be a good match, but yeah, I don't I don't see Jade dropping this title for a while. They're gonna have to build some face woman up for a little while before they can have somebody who can come in and knock Jade off her undefeated streak. Agreed. So following that, um, we have the Hardy family office, Andrade, Isaiah, and Matt taking on Darby Allen, Sammy Guevara, and Sting. Uh, once this one, uh, I don't even know on this on. Uh, I think I might have an idea. I don't know about you guys. Do you want to go first? I I will go. You know what? I'm gonna throw my hat into the. I'm not gonna throw my hat, but I'm gonna. Don't. I got a story, Riddler, when I was in Florida that about my Browns hat. I have to tell you. I told Scott about this. This is funny, <laughs> but anyways, um, <clears throat> with the way things have been going and the people that Andrade has been surrounding himself with, whether it be MJF, FTR, you know, I. As much as I want to say Darby and Sammy and Sting are going to win, um, Andrade's been playing dirty. Um, if he wasn't playing dirty, I would say, yeah, this is Darby, Sammy, and Sting winning. But with the people he's brought in, Matt Hardy a little bit too, but I feel like Andrade is the key here in this one. I feel like he plays a bigger part here than we all think. So... I'm going to say... Speaking of... Uh, uh, oh, sh- shit. I'm sorry. I'll wait for you to drop. Oh, I was going to say Hardy Family Office wins this one. I wonder if he's going to bring out Jeff Hardy. Uh, I don't know if that 90 days up yet. Oh, no. Uh, no, I think they said it was like the middle of the month. I mean, you so can see him coming out and uh, dropping Darby. That would be pretty interesting. <sighs> Could you imagine that? I don't even want to. Let's not even fantasy book that one because I'm going to have a <laughs> mental orgasm on that. <laughs> yeah. Matt and Jeff are going to be in uh, their wrestling in my neck of the woods, Albany, New York, in a couple weeks. Um, the nice. wrestling Cardona and the Cardonas uh, or uh, what Cardona and, and Brian Myers. Yes. Nice. They're wrestling those two guys in Albany a couple weeks thinking about going, but <laughs> Yeah, so it would that'd be wild if Jeff showed up here, but yeah, it may not be time yet. I'm I'm thrown off by the whole uh Matt Hardy walking out on private party recently. Uh seems like there's a lot of tension still with HFO, AHFO. I will give you um Sam Andrade is could be the key here. He could maybe he ends up kind of single handedly winning this, but I think I just see the the stuff with Matt Hardy kind of walking out on his team. I don't think they're totally on the same page. So I'll go with Darby and Sammy and Sting. I'm going to agree with Mr. Zach. Um, I was going to drop that, but BB to the punch. So congratulations on that one. But yes, Matt Hardy has been obviously a little, a little broken recently. Um, and if we remember the, Match between Andrade and Sammy Guevara for the TNT Championship. Matt pushed um, Andrade's feet off the rope. 
which caused Sammy to right. kick out. So there's already some dissension there. So part of me feels like Matt's going to just go ape shit during this pay-per-view and turn on Andrade probably and cause them to lose the match. Oh, so soon? I think so. I think that this is eventually going to lead to an Andrade versus Matt Hardy feud. And then once Jeff's fully cleared, I think Jeff then will probably come in and maybe save Matt. I don't know. There's a lot of little variables, but I think that for me anyways, uh, I think Matt's going to be just continue to come unhinged and it will cause his team to lose on Sunday. Wonderful. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just going to keep it real simple. Uh, I don't see uh, Andrade Hardy uh, getting a win here. I'm just going to go full full Darby Sting. Everyone goes home happy. All right. So that's where I went and got it. Okay, let's move on. (laughs) That's where you get your points. That's where you get your points now. Maybe. I may change my first pick. I'm still thinking about it here. If I can do that. Can't change. Okay, that's fine. Okay, following that, we have this triple threat for the tag team titles, Jurassic Express, Red Dragon, and the Young Bucks. Wow. It's going to be sweet. This... (sighs) Probably a lot of action, a lot of spots. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) This one's a little more tough, where I think interactions between Red Dragon and Yum Bucks could cost each other, them each other, the belts but also give one of them the opportunity to win. Right. I think um, this one, honestly, be... might be the toughest one on the card. Yeah. You know what? I- I'm going to go for it. I'm going to say Jurassic Express keeps the titles. Oh, all right. I'm going to say that because I have a feeling uh, maybe one of one of these teams, I mean, you can make the argument the other way around. One of them wins, pins the other one for their, and then they want a title shot, but... <laughs> I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to say Jurassic Express retains. Jurassic Express retains. I can't speak today. Wow. Um, and this starts, this really starts the meltdown between Red Dragon and the Young Bucks. Well, you want to go first, Zach? I'm, I'm very torn on this one as well because, yeah, with all those variables, they could go so many different ways with it. They've been teasing a lot of that with interactions with Red Dragon and the Young Bucks and with Adam Cole and all their co like crossing over of friendships and are they really together or not? So are they gonna turn on who's gonna turn on who in this match, or is that all a red herring and they're gonna come together in this match, work against Jurassic Express and maybe be cool with one of them getting the win at the end? So I, I I just, I don't know. I kind of want to just make a title change here. And I'm going to go with the Young Bucks. I think that uh, Red Dragon has been the, the team that has felt like they're, they're the ones that are kind of being a little sneaky towards the Young Bucks. The Young Bucks aren't really sure how to deal with them. So I think the Young Bucks will, smart enough, they'll find a way to come out on top here. That's bold. Yeah. What do you got, Riddler? I'm going to go with Red Dragon. 
take the titles. I think uh, there's going to, I think everything means more with the title. And I think the feud with the Young Bucks coming up probably needs some titles involved. I, I think, I mean, what's, I, when is Jurassic Express going to split, you think? Or is that not even in the cards? I don't think that's anywhere near the cards. Uh, unless Luchasaurus turns heel, because I don't think Jungle Boy could ever really turn heel. The crowd loves him way too much. Um, I, I just don't see that happening anytime soon. They're kind of like the New Day in that sense, where they're just, they have such a bond where it's it's not going to go anywhere. So you think like if Jungle ever gets a, a singles push, it would kind of be like where the Luch would be right next to him. Yep, I think so. That I don't sense, think he'll then. turn on him. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, if we want to talk about this, like in regards to age, I think Luchasaurus is pushing 40, if not already 40. And Jungle Boy is, what, 24, 25? Yeah, he's in his early to mid 20s. So, yeah, he's got a long time to go. So, yeah. my argument would be, yeah, Luchasaurus would probably be backing him at that point. For, see, for me, this is so tough because everybody has made such great, great points. And I'm like, I'm still, I'm so torn with this match. I don't know who's going to win. And Um, all three of us have picked a different team. So now it's up on you. Who are you going to side with? I know. That's the crazy part. Uh, It's like, I can see... Both Riddler and, and, and Zach's points about how they're going to be eventually feud. One's going to pin the other or something. But part of me on the same uh, on the same thing agrees with Sam is that they're going to cost each other the titles and Jurassic Express will retain. <sighs> That's so predictable, though. I know, but but sometimes, also sometimes it's predictable. Sometimes also, you need it that way. Yeah. Keep in um, mind. I don't think that Red Dragon and, and the Young Bucks need a title to feud. Keep in mind, yeah. we still have the main event where there could be. Correct. Uh, yeah, play there's some here. stuff going on. I got going on in my head too. Yeah. Uh, you know what? That's why this card's awesome. I know. God. All right. Um, I'm gonna. I'm going to stick with my tag partner. Uh, I'm going to say Jurassic Park. Uh, Jurassic Park. <laughs> Jurassic <laughs> Express uh, retains. Right, I just feel like Red Dragon and the Young Bucks are just going to in, in fight the whole time. And then they're going to do ridiculous shit to one another. And like freaking Jungle Boy is going to sneak in at the last minute and pin probably both of them to get the win. And then they can go off and argue why why they lost the, the title. They'll blame one another. And then it'll just turn into this ginormous feud, and I can't wait to watch that. Something we'll probably see in Vegas. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) You think like a blood and guts match? Oh. Will Kenny be back by then? Ideas in their heads. (laughs) No. (laughs) We have to share a hotel room, guys. I want to keep that... (laughs) (laughs) oh god sam no 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 it's all right we got a two-bedroom suite for a week we're good we're good brother i hooked us up we're good (laughs) oh it's getting hot in here (laughs) is it a smoking room bring my humidor it's unfortunately (laughs) it's unfortunately not but it's all right we got the whole strip and everything else to do 
So another match <laughs> that is pro- actually the next couple I think are kind of difficult to choose. Um, next up on the card is John Moxley taking on Brian Danielson. I'll jump. I can. I, I I'll go. I I can guarantee that both guys are going to bleed in this match. That's like I'll yes. bet ten million dollars on that. Yep. Um. So yeah, I, it should be pretty brutal, and I'm gonna pick John Moxley. I think that he's got to get the win over Danielson, but in that defeat, he'll he'll gain respect for Danielson, and then they can move forward with their with their partnership because then they've bled together. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, I, I was. I was, go ahead, Sam. Go ahead. Yeah, I was leaning towards that as well. I was just thinking, as much as I'd like to see a couple of matches between these two, which you could do if you, they do have a partnership, um, I, it's not something I necessarily need more than once, especially since they do both have two different styles of wrestling. Mm. So I would I would agree with you, uh, Zach. Don't put uh, Moxley on that. Yeah, and I'm and I'm going to agree with both of you. Um, because first off, this is this is John's first huge match since coming back from, you know, his self-induced rehab, and this storyline is is has so much meat on the bone left that I think Brian Anderson will be even more impressed with Moxley after they bleed together in this match. And like, like Zach said, there's going like, this is going to be worse than CM Punk bleeding during dynamite blood. Like we might have like graphic video messaging on, <laughs> on the screen because it's going to be so bad. Um, but yeah, Moxley's going to, I think Moxley will take this and then, then the true magic happens. And I, just thinking about the possibilities of who Moxley and Danielson can take under their wing. It just the excitement. Oh my god! And <laughs> now think about it with the idea that Ring of Honor becomes the developmental brand. Right. Mm. Makes you think. Uh, man, you guys uh, really think highly of Moxley, huh? <laughs> Well, I, I guess we know where Jesus. Riddler's going. You guys are writing a love story about him here. Only at five two, not not that high. It's like I think when you think of like John Moxley, Dean Ambrose, you don't think of like the best technical wrestler. So I'm kind of confused. Like this whole time, what Brian and Danielson's been trying to like say, really? Because I have a hard time enjoying Moxley matches. I mean, trying to be honest. Okay, all right. So I don't think. I mean, like, are there any good matches? Like, what's the best Moxley match? I mean, it depends on if he like, like you said, like you, you're you're a little confused by his style. Like he was always a brawler. At least when he was Dean Ambrose, he was never really a super technical wrestler. He always had that that brawler status, and uh, I, I think that obviously that's that's followed him and, and kind of ratcheted up a little bit since he's come he's like to Stone AEW, Cold kinda, right? Yeah, like yeah, like. Yeah, when after Stone Cold had his neck injury, he transformed from more of a technical wrestler to, to a, a brawler. And I can definitely see Moxley kind of falling into that vein a little bit. Uh, it's just like in the same thing with like the crowd pops and uh, his match styles. Yeah, they're not pretty, but 
k- he'll punch and kick you in the face, and and we'll we will eat it up. Can, can, can I'm, I'm I'm sorry, I'm gonna step in here. Hey, go ahead. This is this is how I could explain it. Yes, I'd say Moxley's like Stone Cold. He's a great character. He's a brawler. But if you're gonna go in that vein, Brian Danielson is Bret Hart, an incredible tactical wrestler. No, I love Bret Hart, but I'm just saying in terms of what like difference in styles. Well, like we're going WrestleMania 13 here, Sam. I like this. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, Brian Danielson, since coming to AEW, has been flawless. There's not been a bad match that guy has had. It's very true. This could be John Moxley's best match that he'll ever have in his career in AEW. Because of because of, of Brian Danielson. Yes, I agree with that 100. percent I think Brian Danielson's going to win. So okay. I mean, yeah. it's, I don't, I don't yeah. see a, I don't see a. Like, I feel like Moxley is a natural heel. I feel like he's going to go heel again at some point. I mean, technically, Danielson is a heel. So, I mean, if you're you you you're correct, I mean, he could definitely go heel and just, I don't know. Like, for me, I don't see. Wasn't he going to go heel before he went to rehab? Like, wasn't that, like, the thing that he was, yes. like, leaning towards that, you know, that yeah. darker side? He was or destroying not? people. Yeah, he was destroying people in, like, 10 seconds and then just coming in. Just paradigm shift one two three and then he's gone, and he it was leading into his feud with Orange Cassidy and then he, he he put himself in rehab and now that he's back he's obviously a fan favorite again but for me I I, I don't see what Brian Danielson winning does for this whole I don't want to say feud but this whole angle that they're trying to go for yeah. having Loxley winning at least for me. Shows Danielson that, all right, I was correct in making this decision for coming after Moxley. He beat me. I'll get him again. I'll get him down the road. But for now, we're going to destroy shit in the meantime. Eventually, I can definitely see Danielson turning on Moxley. However long this takes, I don't know. They, they AEW loves to do this long-term storytelling, a.k.a. Adam Page. Um, so this could be the long game for them. But that's just that's just how I'm thinking about it. And it I mean, yeah. it's probably the correct way. I've a, I've actually broken up Jurassic Express tonight. I've done that. I've picked Danielson to win. So I'm not I'm not probably uh, looking too hot. Well, I mean, we could be I could be completely overthinking this, and you're you're probably gonna be you could be 100 percent correct. So who knows? That's the best part about doing these shows. That's why I love having everybody on, is that we have all these different opinions and we talk about what the different possibilities that could happen during these shows. I think I'm just doing like what I would want to do. And that's probably why I'm not doing it. <laughs> well, I mean, you are tied for the lead, so you're doing something. Yeah. Right. That's, that's my excuse. <laughs> oh, that's Zach's excuse. Well, following that, we have another one. I think again, these three matches might be the most difficult to choose. Uh, next one on this list is Chris Jericho taking on Eddie Kingston, which I told Scott, this is going to be not the wrestling match, but the fight of the night. Yes. This is going to be a brawl. Yes. I, yes. <laughs> um, I will take the reins on this one for first. Eddie Kingston wins. This is his breakout match of his career here. Jericho says he can't do, he can't win the big one. I say differently. I will pick Eddie Kingston to win this tonight or on Sunday. Uh, I agree with you, Scott. I just don't think beating Jericho at 
this point in his career is really the big one for me. You know, I don't think they're going to push Kingston anywhere after this win, uh, but I think he'll win. I mean, we're, well, what's he going to do? A world t- is he going to be a world title contender, a TNT contender? Well, I mean, he will be defeating the first ever AEW heavyweight champion, and it's just Jericho right now has this inflated ego that he is still like the influencer and everything else. And I think Eddie winning, I don't know if it'll be a clean win, but I don't know. This Ooh. could be the beginning of a feud like over like a couple pay-per-views. So Sam and I might be watching some, I don't know, maybe a death match <laughs> come between those two. Who knows? Uh, I just think Eddie's going to surprise Jericho and then it's going to put Jericho on his heels and then he's going to start attacking Eddie going forward. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll agree and also pick Eddie. Eddie's got to get his signature win on a pay-per-view over one of the biggest names in the business of all time. Still one of the biggest names. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how I feel if Chris Jericho wins, beats Eddie Kingston. Um, I, would, I would much rather see Eddie... Get get his signature win here. I think that would be really awesome for him. Um, I think Jericho has been a big proponent of Eddie, uh, getting him into the company, and big fan of his. I, I think he wants to put him over here. Yep. I will. You know what? I'm gonna follow suit, and I'm gonna say Kingston. Kingston is going to win this. The only thing I could think of is if they wanted to do, like, a, a trio of matches between them, but I don't think they need this. I don't think they need that he needs this. I don't think... Uh, you need to use Jericho more. I don't want to say enhancement talent, but kind of help bring it, you know, move everyone else up, give everyone else more status, because he's not yeah. young anymore. He's, so, he, he, his, his point at this point in his career is to give everybody else the rub, to help mm-hmm. them look better. And I think, like you said, like he's Eddie's been he's been like the voice in the back. But now it's time to give him, you know, give him his flowers now. Let him win by beating Jericho. Okay, so up next, we have the face of the revolution ladder match for future AEW TNT championship title shot. Um. You know what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I. I have a pick off the bat. Okay. I have no problems hopping right into this. Um, I would argue, if this was a title shot, if this was a world title shot, my choices might be a little different. But mm-hmm. seeing that this is for the TNT title and a certain somebody just joined the company, the one that makes sense to me is Keith Lee. Sam's ready to bask. <laughs> like, I remember the first time I was made aware of Keith Lee in um, NXT. I didn't watch him when he was in Ring of Honor, you know, prior to that. But I remember watching him and seeing a big guy his size doing a moonsault. Not even off the ropes. And I was like, what the fuck? Yep. Like, he looks like Rey Mysterio. Like a cruiserweight. How? He's... I would argue, and I think Scott might be me, WWE's biggest fuck up when it comes to releases. 
Uh, yeah, definitely one of them. <laughs> definitely top three, I would say, in this the last couple of years. <laughs> I've been a huge fan of Keith Lee for a while. I love Keith Lee, but I also think he doesn't have to win the TNT title, but I think he needs to at least have that title shot now on AEW television. So it's Keith Lee. Ah, uh, let's see. I do like me. Keith Lee too. You think Keith Lee too? Oh no, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna pick um Wardlow. Uh, all right. Yeah, all right. Mr. Zach, what about you? I'll agree with my tag partner. I, I'm gonna pick Wardlow. Keith Lee would be my second choice, but I, I really just want to see the MJF stuff play out and with Wardlow having to give up the the championship as part of his his contract with MJF mm-hmm. so I really want to see that all, all all play out and they added a little more to that with that segment we talked about from from Dynamite and MJF saying that you know what I'll actually let you keep that title even though it's in the contract that you have to give it to me and right because I know you're not going to win it <laughs> kind of raise the the heat there so it's i just so really cool. want to see that all play out that's main reason picking Wardlow. yeah and and i i'm on that that same that same train with you guys um i think this is Wardlow's time uh and like you said the mjf stuff it's just gonna happen and it's gonna be ridiculous the only reason why i'm not picking keith lee is because of powerhouse hobbs and ricky starks Two weeks in a row now, they've interrupted a Keith Lee interview. So you know during this match, there's going to be insanity between the three of them. Uh, personally, I cannot wait to see Keith Lee versus Powerhouse Hobbs. I think that that match is going to be one of the best Haas matches that AEW will ever have. Um, but I just feel like Keith's going to get taken out by Powerhouse Hobbs and, 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 and Ricky Starks. He might, they, all three of them might be get taken out. Somebody's going to go through a stage or who God, God knows some ridiculous things going to happen. And those three are going to get taken out. Um, whoever wins between Christian cage and Ethan page on, I believe that's a dynamite uh, show. So I'll, I'll, I'll cover that. on um, by the time this comes out of already, it'll already have come out, but I don't think either one of them is going to win. Cassidy is an interesting pick, but uh, I just feel like it's Wardlow's time. I thought I was going out on a limb there. I feel good about my pick now. No, no, yeah, you, you, that's that's a that's a good pick. I like that a lot. I always come up short, and that's only because I'm like five two. So. Oh. oh, oh. <laughs> okay. Um. Up next, we have. I feel like a Mormon here. My other <laughs> my other girl, Thunder Rosa, taking on the EW Women's Champion, Doctor Britt Baker. D, M, D. And again, should should I already should I already like put in with pen for for Mr. Zach? I think we already know who's picking. Sharpie. <laughs> oh, Sharpies. That's right. <laughs> yeah, permanent marker. <laughs> Tattoo on the back of his his lower back. <laughs> you might hey you might say that that's a biased pick, but really I mean I think if you ask me. After Britt and Thunder Rosa's lights out match, that was a pretty long time ago at this point. 
But mm-hmm. after that, immediately after that, I would have said, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Thunder Rosa seems like she'll be the one to to knock off Britt, take the title from her. But I feel like I honestly feel like Thunder Rosa maybe lost a little of that momentum since then. I, I don't feel the same way as I did right after that lights out match. I don't think she's done quite as much of note. And so to to prove to me that she is worthy of <laughs> taking the title of off of Dr. Britt Baker DMD and carrying the women's division. So Britt's gonna retain because you know nobody else is on her level yet. You know, it's as much as I love Thunder Rosa and I think she would be great as a champion. Um, we always talk about people who don't need who haven't needed the titles, and I don't think Thunder Rosa has been hindered with not having a title. But that being said, I don't know who I don't know who I'd want to take the belt off of Brit. I don't know who if you gave it to Thunder Rosa, I feel like that would be like a month or two. It wouldn't be a long title run. You, I, I I'm what I'm saying is I, I'm I'm with you. I'm I think Britt is keeping the belt. I just don't know who's going to take it off of her. To be honest with you, it could be another year at this point. Could Unless it's Jade can. Cargill, that's yeah. like the only argument I have. Ooh, yeah, a title versus title. Jade was the only one I was worried about. Or if. Uh... The other thing I'm worried about is if if Jamie Hayter decides to turn on Britt and screw her over. But that's not going to happen. Right. No. Would never happen. <laughs> Who are you picking, Riddler? I need to make up some points. I'm going to take Thunder Rosa. Woo! But I think this is going to be the match of the night for sure, for me at least. I mean, All right. All right. their first match was, was awesome. Uh, looking forward to this one. definitely was for for me i'm going to my my safety net that i've used for years thanks to my friend mark he knows what i'm talking about when somebody goes over somebody else the last show before pay-per-view they're not gonna win at the pay-per-view it's about 95 percent correct so the fact that i Fully expected Thunder Rosa to win the match on Dynamite, but to pin Jamie Hayter. The fact that she pinned Britt, I immediately said out loud, I said, Britt's winning at the pay-per-view. So I'm picking Britt to retain. A dirty win? Yes, absolutely. This will not be a clean victory. The dirt. Uh, yeah, Jamie Hayter is definitely going to get involved. I feel like maybe even Mercedes Martinez will get involved again. Part of me feels that maybe this might have been a big long con and Mercedes is going to cost Thunder Rosa the, the, her title shot or her, her title match. So I don't know. But I, I, I don't think this is the end yet for Britt. Yes. <laughs> I feel like she's been champ for a while, though, and she's been going and going and going. I wonder when, you know, did she just take time off? That's true. I mean... She she doesn't necessarily have to wrestle a lot. I mean, Kenny did it for true. how long? So yeah, that's true. They can keep sending Jamie Hader out for a while, or maybe even Rebel, and who knows? But yeah, no. Eventually, you're right. She's going to need to take some time off to recover. I'm sure, uh, but I don't think she drops this title on Sunday. 
And I, for, I forgot that she was she was out sideline too with that knee or her her leg injury. That's right. Too, she was out for yep, a while. That's right. I, I think she might have it a little longer. I'm just thinking of was the impact had Deanna Peraza was the uh, knockouts champion for quite a bit. But again, in that situation, we didn't really we couldn't think of somebody who would take the belt off her. I think that's my thing. I don't think we have somebody just yet. You need somebody. It's kind of like my argument when MJF becomes a champion. He needs to be a champion for a long time. Yes. It can't be a six month run. This is going to be a year, year and a half long run they need to build somebody up that can eventually take that title from him because i honestly i think we had this discussion before the person who will beat mjf is going to be wardlow i i feel like that without a shadow of a doubt i think wardlow will be the next face AEW heavyweight champion after mjf wins it because you know he's coming for that title soon and it's great that you talked about mjf because we segue into that match sam right in the next one right to the next one. This dog collar match between CM Punk and MJF. The promos for the last couple of weeks have been some of the best stuff that I've ever seen. Like the heartstrings talking about how MJF was abused as a kid. And like the went deep with this. And I was just like, Holy shit, this is amazing storytelling. And this match is, oh my God. It, it, <laughs> you want to talk about blood between Moxley and Danielson? I think we've got to, we better have the Red Cross on standby because we're going to need blood trans, uh, transfusions after these, these matches. A lot of blading. Oh my God. Well, with this, we may not even need a blade. Because of the dog collar. (laughs) This might be natural bleed. (laughs) Um, For me, I'm picking MJF. I just think that he's going to continue with that momentum from when he beat Punk in Chicago. And I I feel like this entire thing has, has just been done so well. And I think MJF's going to take this and run with it. (laughs) <laughs> Sam, why don't you go next? Yeah, because I got thoughts. He's really this. excited. He's got yeah, thoughts. Because I've been thinking about, you know, Scott and I, we, we've been trying for a long time. That's why we started doing hot takes, because we were, for a while, him and I would start fantasy booking mid-show. And for 20 minutes, we talk about one, one thing. So I'm going to do a quick fantasy book here. I'm going to go with MJF, because it's probably going to be a third bout with CM Punk. Okay. Something else is going to happen again. Um, how he wins? Probably Sean Spears. Maybe Wardlow gets involved. I don't know. But I think MJF has taken this because this would be a big win for him. Yeah. But I think there would be a third bout in which he would lose. Probably due to Wardlow. Maybe a double or nothing. That's that's my thoughts. I think when you're playing the long game like that, you know, you have this really compelling storyline where MJF looks invincible. Mm. And then you have this other side going on where his bodyguard, the guy who's been with him for again since day, way before day one, he was in MLW with him, if I'm not mistaken, way before this. You need a big finish, and I think that would be a big finish for both storylines. 
Mm. CM Punk wins because Wardlow gets involved. And costs MJF the whole, maybe mm-hmm. for a number one contendership. Yeah. So how far are you pushing the Hangman title right then? We'll talk about that next match. Because <laughs> you're doing, you know, you got quarterly pay-per-views here, so. Uh, I would argue with the way they've been handling the titles, the only titles that haven't last long are the, is the TNT Championship. I would argue, like, give or take, what, nine months? a run at this point i would argue and i know you're not gonna like this riddler but i would i i would say all out he loses that title it's a long time it is but remember how long kenny had that kenny had that for almost a year true and they've been trying to do the long runs they haven't been trying to do this oh we're gonna give you this for three months this for six months you for two months you for one month you for a day you know they've been trying to give the title a little more meaning than that Right. So I would say all out for the title. Get a whole okay. summer of build up now. Yeah, it's true. Sure. Maybe I win the title. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to go with uh, MJF as well. I think he's going to win, like you said, somehow dirty. You know, uh, I just don't see the what benefit it is for Punk to win. If Punk does win, is he going to get a push against Hangman? I mean, that could be a good defense for Hangman, too. It's true. A double or nothing. CM Punk, Hangman. <laughs> just saying. I mean, if it's it, it, there's yeah. tons of ways you can go. I mean, Wardlow could turn on MGF this weekend. That's true. No, that is very true. But, you know, MGF it is. All right. That means I get to pick up a point on everybody. Ooh. Oh, I man. am picking CM Punk. Uh, I was yeah. I was actually leaning strongly towards MJF, you know, the, the whole way up until uh, Dynamite. And when they did the reveal, whatever you want to call it, that that MJF was, you know, not really being super honest or whatever, or that he, you know, after the hug gives Punk the nut shot and bloodies up CM Punk like crazy. Now I'm thinking, all right, now I just really want to see CM Punk beat that guy. I I was thinking if they didn't reveal it then on Dynamite, that if they went into this match, the dog collar match, CM Punk was going to maybe let his guard down a little bit because he was starting to feel a little bit for MJF. And then MJF would use that in the match to get the advantage and get the win over CM Punk. So I think the fact that he revealed his hand before the pay-per-view means that CM Punk is going to be all fired up. You're going to get the best CM Punk. CM Punk beats MJF. And then I think, well, that sets up for, for that. You could continue that feud because MJF had has the win or what two, what is it two wins over cm punk in the same night whatever cm punk gets the win over mjf so then they can do another match and then i think after cm punk wins this and wardlow wins the latter match mjf goes back to wardlow all pissed off and he's like you know what forget what i said before now i'm all pissed off i i do want that title that you're gonna get now that i see you won the latter match and so that's how i would book it some good booking. I do like that book. I'm not going to change my pick. Uh, my only rebuttal, it. my only rebuttal would be, is that you talk about MJF 
showing his hand too quickly. The amount of damage that he did to Punk before this thing on Dynamite happened already puts MJF in CM Punk's head, playing that mental game. Now that he's bloodied him up, could be Punk could start to doubt himself maybe a little bit. Or, like you said, he comes out all, bla- all guns blazing, ready to go, and just absolutely destroys MJF, and you get a point over all of us. I don't know. This is going to be a lot of fun to watch. Uh, it's definitely going to be a bloody match, and yeah, it, it's going to be yeah, it's going to be uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's been a while since I think there's been a card like this where this many matches. I've been like, I don't know who's going to win, honestly. Yeah. And- and honestly, that's the best way we should go into this. Like, it, 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 you don't know. Like, you, we can make points for anybody. And I love that. I think that's fantastic. Anything else before we get into the uh, the main event here? Main event. <laughs> main event. It's time for the main event. Main event, the Battle of the Atoms, uh, the Chernobyl of wrestling main events. <laughs> the Adam only reason, Adam yeah, the only reason, only reason Adam Cole's hitting the gym more is because of Mr. Zach. We all know that. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Mr. Zach coming for Brit. <laughs> That's right. Bebe needs to be worried. Watch out, Adam. <laughs> so, so, so many ways to go, right? There are. Could Adam win? Will Adam win? Will Adam get destroyed? There's a lot of questions about Adam here. I think Adam's going to win. Adam's totally going to get his ass kicked. Yeah, I'm going to go with Adam. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, Adam. In all seriousness, I could be way off base here, but is this a Kenny Omega return moment? Or am I just way off base here? Um, I would say no. And this is more of me being uh, like from what I've read because of the damage he had done to his body while he was running with that title where I read was it full gear the morning of full gear when he went to the weight room he could not bench press a pound he couldn't lift anything he was so battered i don't know if he had a you know he had a hernia he just had broken rib he had so much damage i i think i told scott we don't see kenny omega in 2023 2022 yeah i i I, I agree with you on that i I think he's gone until um yeah 2023 i don't think maybe like or winter is coming or something in 2023 whatever that would be that would be a fun that would be a good reveal for him to come back but yeah he's he's gonna be He's going to be on the shelf mending for quite a while. Okay. Well, that helps di- dictate my pick then. I'll have to rethink about it. Because I thought Kenny could come back. I, I don't think he needs to wrestle, per se. I mean, that's true. I mean, I, I actually, yeah, that, that's a, that is interesting. But who does he help win? I, I was going to say Adam Cole, but. My only, could, I guess for me, like my, my only rebuttal to, to say he's going to help Cole is that Cole's brought in Jay White. He's kind of not been doing what the Bucks, who are supposed to be in charge, have told him to do. 
So it's it's very interesting. Like when Omega comes back, I, I oh god, the things are gonna get absolutely insane. I, and I'm sad that he's still injured. But yeah, no, I mean, oh, man. But you know what? This injury and his lack of um, his lack of being there, I think, adds to this all because it's like okay, the best way I can explain it. It's one of those things where remember when you were a little kid and you were being a little shit and your mother's like, don't make me call your father to come home yeah. from work. Yeah, yeah. All right. That's yeah. exactly the way I'm imagining this. When Kenny comes back and little itty bitty Adam Cole, has been a naughty boy, he's getting his ass whooped. <laughs> okay. All right. But also, if I'm not mistaken, he's very heavily involved with the AEW game. Too. That is true. That's, yeah. Gotcha. All so, right. So with that news, I'm going to go with Hangman Adam Page for uh, for my pick. So get some cowboy shit. I think he's done great with the title. He's impressed me with it, with his matches. I didn't think he, um, I mean, the past two matches he's had have been great. Even the Archer one was good, too. So, uh, yeah, I mean, Hangman MJF all out. What? Right. I, I would Hangman agree with fight you. a double or nothing. What do you think that would be? Just think about that for maybe next time. That's true. Yeah, we're gonna have to do something before Sam and I take off. We can do our our uh, our picks for double or nothing. Uh, but yeah, for this, I'm agreeing with you. I think Adam Page is gonna retain. Um, part of me feels, depending on how the tag match goes. That the Bucks might turn on Cole. I would. Just, s- I'll let you continue your thought because I was going to expand on that. Nope, that yourself. was that was that was that was all I had. I have so many questions. What my que- my my question my statement was going to be: It is Page. Hangman Page is going to win the match. And it doesn't matter what happens in that tag match because both teams are going to get involved and cost Cole that match. Okay. Now, whether it's – and I don't know how it's going to play out where Red Dragon come out and help him and then the Bucks come and, like, stop them and then they, you know, Cole's like, what the hell are you doing? And they super kick him or something like, yo, whatever it might be, one of those two teams is going to – Cost Cole the match, and it's going to start the, you know, the elite taking on the undisputed era. The era. <laughs> we'll just call it the era. <laughs> so is like is Hangman back with the Young Bucks then, in your fantasy book? That's Not tough because I know. Anyways, I I think it's just a. I think they're going to try to screw over Adam Page, and I think Dark Order might actually get involved. And try to help uh, Adam Page. Maybe chase the other teams away, and that might distract Cole long enough to get Buckshot Larry did all the way to freaking back to Rampage. <laughs> or Ring of Honor. Or Ring of Honor. That is very true too. <laughs> I love. I, I can't. I, I, oh God, I can't express enough how excited I am that ROH is now in play again, being under the AEW. Um, band like, yeah, like in in play, yeah, exactly. Very excited. I am, I'm very excited. There are many possibilities, yeah, because you know, yeah, those, those tag teams could involve Dark Order, couldn't get involved. 
But Mr. one Zach thing I involved. haven't. <laughs> what was that? I said Mr. Zach could get involved. <laughs> I could. I could do ridiculous booking that will never actually happen that I just want to see. But one thing I haven't heard anyone mention that I had a question about is the Danhausen curse. And how long does one of those last? Like, is it a one night thing? Because Adam Cole was cursed, right? Night he lost to Orange Cassidy. Is that a one and done thing? You're cursed, you lose a match, it's over. Is it for a month? Is it for life? So if Adam Cole is still cursed for this match, that will definitely be a factor. So I am picking Hangman Page for that reason. All right. Interesting. Interesting. All I, I know like about that, that curse is it's very nice and very evil. That's as much <laughs> as I know. It's Mr. Zachhausen. <laughs> yes, yeah, Mr. Zachhausen. Oh the one and only. Something to well, think about. We got our picks in. I'm looking forward to this. I'm and super yeah, excited. Me too. It's funny yeah. because I'm looking at over these picks, and there's not a lot where we all agree. The the first match with Hook, and then Adam oh, Page. The second match. That's the one I wanted to change. Oh, the Statlander, Layla Hirsch. Yep. You know what? You know, I want. I, I'm. I'm curious. I'm. I want. I want to let Riddler here, huh? Okay. He wants to change. I'm curious. I'm. I'm more than happy to let him change. He, he has solidified this podcast. No, I think. Uh, in all seriousness, I think Le- legit Layla Hirsch will probably win. But what I was trying to say with the Ukraine Russia conflict thing. It's all about what Scott said. Like, she comes out sometimes with that Russian gear. I'm not saying, like, she wants that to happen. Like, dude, she's probably boycotting all that crap. So I'm changing the pick. I think they're going to do something for raising money or awareness for the— Maybe she comes out with Ukrainian colors. Something cool like that and support. And I think that'll put her over over even more. So I'm going with Jit Layla Hirsch. All right. All right. We're not going like to go that. with uh, WrestleMania, was it seven? Sergeant Which Slaughter one? and uh, the, the Iron Sheik. Oh, yes. <laughs> Miro in legit form on the line. <laughs> oh, man. Just saying, man. It's crazy shit going on, though, because like, there's like a, a Russian or like a nuclear uh, facility on fire right now in Ukraine. So good old Chernobyl. <sighs> old faithful, as we call it. Not good stuff, man. Not good stuff. Nope. Well, thanks at least God we, for Tony Khan, you know. Yeah, no, at least you know Ring of Honor. That's that's you know, in, in a in a world of uh, what's going on right now, we got Tony Khan, Ring of Honor, and uh, AEW. Well, we're booked. We're good to go. There's not much more to be said about this pay per view, guys. Uh, I want to thank you guys for joining us again. Um, it's always a blast. We hope to uh, invade your podcast again soon at some point. That was fun. Please do. Yeah, I'm thinking about bringing one of you guys on, uh, helping me book an episode. So one right. with Scott, one with Sam. Let's see what we can come up with. Ooh, yeah, I like, I'm, I'm, I like that. Same. You guys are talking about how you want to do more fantasy booking. Yeah. Mr. Yeah. Zach's willing to to take a break for two weeks or for two months. So I'll take a break. Dr. Britt Baker eventually needs to take a break a long time from now in the future. I might need to take a break sometime yeah. soon. They're actually not. Should we assume they're not related? <laughs> if you're both taking two breaks. <laughs> Ideally, they would be. 
she she seemed pretty impressed by me when we met in person at that signing. Love at first sight, some might say. <laughs> you had one job, man. All you do is ask her to come on the podcast. You had one job. Dude, I told you I I I blinked. I I I had it all prepared and as soon as I stepped up to her, I had nothing. The Vaver Law. <laughs> it happens. It happens to the best of us. Zach went home and started playing every breath you take by the police. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. <sighs> oh, man. I have some serious problems. But, <laughs> hey, guys, thank you for listening. Uh, don't forget to check out our post show when we do drop that. And as always, if you don't already do so, please follow us on Twitter at Above the Ring. I almost did it, Scott. Almost yeah, did it you again. almost did. Please follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube for Above the Ring. You can find me as the SOB official and Scott at Scotty J Stream. Riddler and Zach are on Back to the Ring. You can find them on Twitter. You can find them on Spotify and all other streaming platforms. On your streaming platform, please make sure you like, share, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a review. A review. Put, tell people why Above the Ring, Ship It Studios, and Back to the Ring are the podcasts of your choosing and why they should listen to us as well. Thank you so much for listening. As always, don't forget to ship it. And as always, do not forget to join the Bedlam. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.